And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of the Morning Rush, which you can catch every weekday morning from 6 to 9 on ESPN Arkansas. Also, check out our website at hitthatline.com for all types of great interviews, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever it is dealing with the Arkansas Razorbacks. Be sure to check it out at hitthatline.com. I have a great, great interview with Matt Moscona of ESPN 104.5 and Baton Rouge for you to talk a lot more about Arkansas and the LSU game this weekend, as well as the Arkansas coaching search, what type of team it is, what type of program it is, all of it. And we got to break it all down with Matt Moscona. So without further ado, here's my interview with the man himself, Matt Moscona out of Baton Rouge ESPN. Arkansas and LSU in football this weekend. Of course, the kickoff will be at 6 p.m. down there in Baton Rouge. The LSU Tigers are undefeated and have won a lot of great games this year. I don't know if anybody's heard about them, but they are on a tear right now, and Arkansas is going to go down to Baton Rouge and try their hand. And to talk more about this game, let's welcome in Matt Moscona, friend of the show. He's the host of After Further Review, weekdays from 3 to 6 down there on ESPN Baton Rouge. Matt, as always, man, appreciate you joining us. How you doing? What's up, fellas? Hey, John, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing well, man. And it's definitely an interesting time in Razorback football land where you have uh, a coaching search going on where there's still some games to play. But let us I want to start with LSU uh, with you. Obviously, uh, we talked at SEC Media Days. We talked about this team and how uh, it feels like there was a lot of good things going on. But I'll tell you this, Matt. LSU is a lot better of a team than I thought that they were going to be, and I fully admit it. And here we are sitting at 10-0 and 0, uh, looking at LSU, are you a little surprised by how good this team has looked, or did you see this coming? A little surprised? John, I mean, a- anyone that says anything to the contrary is just a, a bull-faced liar. I- look, I picked them 10-2. and two. I mean, I-, I was, you know, high on this team, thinking they return a lot, the schedule's favorable. Nobody. I, I mean, literally, not even... You you slap Ed Ozeron on a lie detector, and not even he would think that this offense would be where they are. I mean, John, this is LSU. They're top five in the country in every statistical category. Total offense, scoring, passing, passing efficiency. Like, I mean, this is an offense that had been in the Stone Ages for a decade. I mean, and now they're they're leading the country. They're going to have a Heisman winner at quarterback. I mean, like, there's <laughs> there we. It, it, we could have foreseen them being better, right? I mean, the, the schedule lightened up. Um, you know, you had the, the, the road game at Texas and the road game at Alabama, which everybody saw. But, you know, Florida and Auburn and A&M all come to Baton Rouge. Georgia rotated off. Vanderbilt rotated on. So, I mean, it was it was very logical to look at LSU and say, yeah, this is probably going to be a good team. You know, it might be a 10-win you know, regular season. You'll come up with a, a big win here or there. Could ruin a season for somebody. Uh, go to a really nice bowl game again, but but this, I mean, an offense that's going to shatter. I mean, do you realize that Joe Burrow is going to break the SEC single season passing and touchdown passing marks? I mean, it's 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 insane. I mean, so no, I, I mean, I, I thought they'd be better. Nobody thought they'd be this. So, so what's been the biggest difference? Is it just a, the quarterback play? Is it the fact of the coaching and Joe Brady being added? I mean, what's been that difference, and what's made this offense just go over the edge like this? Yeah, so everyone points to Joe Brady because he's the variable, right? So same quarterback, same head coach, a lot of the same skill guys offensively. But then you bring in Joe Brady, who kind of, I guess, was a missing link. I I think Steve Ensminger doesn't get enough credit uh, for what he's been able to do as sort of the maestro of the whole thing. There's no doubt Brady brought in different concepts uh, to, to this offense. 
but but the biggest thing too, and I get asked this a lot, you know, is Burrow's you know improvement in the stats is just a product of the offense. And I don't know how much y'all have seen him play, guys, but if you're a system quarterback, you don't get first round draft pick for number one overall draft pick hype from scouts. That's Joe. The biggest development, the single biggest change, has been Burrow's development. He is accurate. Yeah, he is phenomenal in the face of pressure. He has learned to move within the pocket to avoid pressure. I mean, he looks he looks like a professional quarterback. And Joe, as a graduate, he, this semester, guys, he's just taken like I think a couple of online courses. So essentially, he's he's majoring in in football this semester, and I think that's helped him tremendously as well. So you know, Burrow's development has not been just a product of a system. It's It's been remarkable to watch him become a more accurate, more confident passer who knows how to avoid the rush in the pocket and just look very much like a pro. It's It's been fun to watch. We'll continue to talk with Matt Moscona of ESPN 104.5 here in Baton Rouge in just a second. But first, got to talk to you about something that's not easy to talk about. That's erectile dysfunction. Usually, you just brush it off and, and try to blame it on other things, try to make excuses for whatever reason. But... You know, those just aren't good enough, folks. You got to be able to make it happen. And with Roman, you can make it happen because it's easy to talk about, it's easy to get through, and it's a great place to help you out with erectile dysfunction. It's a real doctor with real prescribed medication, and it's simple, safe, and totally discreet. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. The doctor will work with you to put you onto the best treatment possible. And if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship it to you with free two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. And getting started is very simple. Just go to GetRoman.com locked and complete an online visit. And erectile dysfunction used to be tough to tackle, but now that there's Roman, it's not tough at all. Complete an online visit today and get connected with a doctor and get it taken care of right now. Just go to Roman.com locked to get a free online visit and two-day shipping. Again, GetRoman.com slash locked for a free visit to get started. Again, GetRoman.com slash locked. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Let's talk a little bit about this game this weekend because, uh, you know, we've we've had this discussion. We've known each other for a long time, Matt, and we always kind of laughed about the Arkansas-LSU game because it was always weird. It always seemed like that Arkansas caught LSU at the right time where they were coming off of an Alabama loss and, and Arkansas was getting a little better, and they always would best LSU in a lot of cases where they probably shouldn't have. I don't see that happening for this game this weekend because you talk about two teams that are on opposite sides of the spectrum where LSU's number one, got everything rolling, got a Heisman Trophy winner, looks like, with Joe, with Joe Burrow. And then you have Arkansas, who doesn't have a head coach. They have an interim head coach in Barry Lunny. It's been horrible seasons back-to-back. I mean, this just seems like uh, this game should be a fairly easy one for LSU going up against the Razorbacks. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is, I mean, it, the 46-point spread, did y'all see the stat? It's the biggest spread in an SEC game since 1978. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's – and listen, guys, I've I've had the, the misfortune of watching a lot of Arkansas this year. I'm sure as you all have as well. This, this might be – and I don't know – this might be the worst SEC team I've ever seen, this Arkansas team. Um, I, and maybe the capper was that, that whatever that fake punt thing was a few weeks back that, that kind of cinched it for me. I, 
they, they, I don't think they have confidence. I don't think they have talent. I don't think all the coach, obviously, now. Um, it, it's a lot of people have brought up that I think the 2011 Ole Miss team, Houston Nuts last team at Ole Miss, was absolutely abysmal, and they quit on him, and that was a dreadful year. This one feels a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I mean, guys, I could, I could sell you on you know, maybe it's uh, rallying the troops under you know, Barry Lunny and the guys get up and play hard, and maybe they do. I, there's just such a massive talent disparity right now between these two teams, and the other thing, too, you know, John, you're right, man, about how there's a lot of times where Arkansas did catch LSU. I used to tell – I used to tell – I got a lot of family in Arkansas, too. I tell them all the time, and y'all don't want that day after Thanksgiving. Like, you want you want this game the, the week after Bama. That's when you're catching LSU vulnerable. Um, but this is one of those spots where a week ago LSU went to Ole Miss, had a big lead at half, had a giant letdown in the second half, and Ole Miss ran wild on LSU in the second half. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw that. Probably didn't. But um, and, and the players, like all to a man, have talked about like how embarrassing that was. So I think I, you're going to get a, an LSU team that, with a win, clinches the West, uh, keeps you know Joe Burrow, who's pushing toward a Heisman, and a defense that was embarrassed by the way they played in the second half, and is going to be looking to make amends. It night game in Tiger Stadium. I just, I don't know how this is in any way competitive. Uh, maybe, maybe Arkansas does the thing like, I don't know if y'all remember in 98 when Arkansas came to, um, I'm sorry, it was 99. You know, Arkansas came to Baton Rouge. and mm-hmm. um, No, uh, was it 98? No, it was 90. You talking about the game where uh, LSU was 0, for se- 0 and 7 in conference and they ended up beating Arkansas? Yeah, I can't yep, remember if it was, that was 99. 99. It was 99. It was 99. So, Hal Hunter, yeah, Jerry DiNardo had gotten fired. Hal Hunter was the interim. Mm-hmm. He made a quarterback change, put Rohan Davey in, and LSU wanted to beat Arkansas. It wasn't that the Arkansas—I thought that was the Arkansas team that had already won the West. Uh, no, they had—they uh, had actually just come off of a big win against Tennessee, who was number three in the country. They had co- okay. been the co-champion of the West in '98, but '99 they still 90, were a really good team, though. Yeah, '99 was a good team. '98 was the team that went to the SEC championship game. I remember '90 was '95, '95 and '98 they went to the SEC championship, and then '06. Um, that's right. I was getting my years confused. Yeah, maybe that's a possibility, right? Like maybe, maybe they 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 rally and I, I you know play a really inspired game. It's God, that would that's just so hard to see that happening this weekend. Yeah, it certainly would be. And and here's the thing too, Matt, because I know we've talked about the Arkansas job, and and now that they're having to go through a coaching search this early part of the season, and you know you hear some news about how Derek Mason's staying at Vanderbilt, so it doesn't look like there's going to be a lot of SEC jobs open. What what direction do you think Arkansas should go for the coaching search? We've had about a billion names texted into this show about who people want, who they should look at. But if you're just from an outsider's perspective, what do you think Arkansas should do, and what route do you think they should go with this coaching search? So I'll, I'll answer, but can you tell? Is there kind of a consensus on what Arkansas fans want? <laughs> no, no, I don't think. So. I think maybe the closest one that at least we've seen that's a realistic option because obviously everyone wants Urban Meyer, but an actual realistic option would probably be somebody like a Mike Leach. I think that would be probably the, okay. the the biggest percentage, but there's not just one guy that would unify the fan base at all. See, I and I believe Mike Leach might take that job. Um, you know, Leach, I, I don't mind telling you, Leach inquired about LSU when Les got fired. He, he wanted that gig. Um, obviously, LSU was going in a different direction, but uh, and personality-wise, that might not have fit. I, I think... My feeling on the Arkansas job is, for me, it's one of the more perplexing because 
while it's a state, I'm, this isn't anything you all don't know, but just from an outsider's perspective, it's a state that obviously doesn't have like elite high school talent, even though you're the, like the only you know power five program in the state, because you don't have this abundance of talent like uh, Louisiana, Alabama, Florida, Ohio, Pennsylvania, um, California, Texas. It, it's it's dif- it's difficult because you got to go recruit nationally. But what's perplexing is. I mean, Arkansas has so many resources. I mean, I think everybody knows about the the, the Walmart money and the, the Tyson Chicken money and Jerry Jones and FedEx. And it's like the campus is beautiful. The facilities are beautiful. You know, I think Fayetteville is a, is a beautiful town. Like, it, There's a lot to draw there. You know, if you had someone who was committed to recruiting and if the, the program was willing to commit the budget to, to being an elite program, I think – I would compare it as far as like job resources. This is going to sound crazy because this program has a much better history, but it's similar to Tennessee and the fact that Tennessee fights a lot of that. They don't have a great in-state recruiting base. They got to recruit nationally, but they have a lot of resources. And when they've been good, they've been really good. Um, I, but I think Arkansas will never get the type of top consistently get the top 10 recruiting classes like a Georgia, Bama, LSU, you know, et cetera, to where it, it, you have to be a little gimmicky on offense to where you can win with three stars and four stars instead of five stars and four stars. So that I think that's why Bobby Petrino worked so well there, and it's why if they got a Mike Leach, I think that could work. I don't know that Mike Leach would ever win a championship, but you know, could in a cycle where he gets a lot of veteran players to stick around and you hit that, that, that year where you've got a, you know, 18 senior starters where – Arkansas could could do like they did in 2011, where they're sitting there in the final week playing LSU as a top five team in the country. Yeah, I think that's possible. I, I think Leach would would be a great a great option at Arkansas. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but that that makes a lot of sense. No, to me, he would be the the safest bet as far as a surefire thing. I don't think he'd come in and win a national championship. I don't think anybody would expect him to. But Arkansas has just been so non competitive for the past three seasons that he would at least elevate that into making them a respectable and competitive program once again. I mean. You're talking about Arkansas, just they were hoping to get to a bowl game this year. I mean, that was just their expectation, and they're so far from it that getting a guy like Mike Leach, it would be a splash. You'd get people talking about it, and I think it would be good for a lot of recruits to say, hey, man, this guy's had a lot of success. Let's give him a shot. So it, it's kind of up in the air as far as what the what coaching search is going to behold, but I think that if they were able to get Mike Leach, it would be, as far as in Arkansas standards right now, a home run higher. Yeah, I, I don't know how much time you'll have, guys, but one more thing. Like, I, I think it, as far as the, the coaching search, it, whoever Arkansas hires, they, I, I, like, I don't know if Chad Morris would have worked, but I think they did the program a general disservice by, by canning that guy a year and a half in. And, I, and, look, I get it. It was a disaster. But when you're fundamentally transitioning what you are as a program, where Bielema was trying to create – Arkansas, L- or, or, Alabama, LSU, Georgia, big offensive lineman, physical rushing attack, tight end, pro style. And, and you switch instantly to spread them out, chuck it around the yard, and you don't have the personnel. You've got to build your roster to that. And so Chad Morris was trying to rebuild the roster, man. It was ugly. And I'm not saying he would have turned it around, but I think if you keep hitting the reset button after, after a couple of years, you're never going to gain the traction that's required to, to win and win consistently. I, and I know that's not a fun process to go through. I think Texas is going through it right now with Tom Herman. Um, but, man, like, 
who, if it is a Mike Leach, like you've got to be patient and let mm-hmm. them build their, their thing and at least give them four years to have a roster that they recruited the entire roster and say, okay, now let's see what it looks like. And I mean, I get it. It's a win now society, but especially when you're fundamentally changing from what Bielema did to what Morris was trying to do, like to expect instant results, I think was foolish. Well, and I don't think that most fans expected instant results. I think it was more just about progress. I mean, they got smoked by Western Kentucky yeah. at home, man. Like, I watched it. <laughs> I mean, that 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 was the issue because I'm, I'm, we've said this many times on the show. If Arkansas and Chad Morris would have beaten San Jose State and Western Kentucky and still gone O in the SEC, he still would have gotten another year. But you were getting you were getting smoked by terrible teams yeah. at home. I mean, you it just couldn't have it. So, That's I mean, yeah, there was just there was a lot of things going on, and now. We'll see what the results play out as far as the coaching search go. But, man, Matt Moscona, always appreciate you coming on with us, man. Great insight as always. Enjoy the game this weekend, man. We'll be catching up with you later down the road. All right, John. All right, guys. See you all. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Well, appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Rush John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We will keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Tomorrow afternoon, have a great day, everybody. We will see you then. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.